brought to you almost live from the dude in the basement studios. Why? Because that's where the good stuff is. It sips, suds, and smokes with your smoking host, the good old boys. Suds, suds, it's time for more suds. Welcome everyone to another suds segment where we feel good beer is best when paired with bad accents and long belches. That's right. Here we go. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Joining me at this southern table today is good boy Caperton. Howdy y'all. <laughs> It came out really good. Yeah, yeah. it was good. Vocal. I liked it. Good old boy, Mike. V O L S. Go Vols, go. Go Vols, go. That's right. That's the best way I can approach this episode. <laughs> Tennessee Vols strikes the fear in the heart of every Alabama fan. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a community college in in uh, Southern Alabama that's almost fearful. <laughs> <laughs> wow, good one. <laughs> Thank you. Good old boy, Dave. Dave's not here. It's a classic. His evil doppelgangers here instead. Love that. I am good old gal Juliana. Yeah. With my strong northern roots. Yeah. Uh, Gonna try to get through this episode. She doesn't know any SEC football chants. Is that what you're saying? Uh, no. 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 Darn gonna, proud. I of guess it. we're going to have to work on if that. If it's not oh, Nittany no. Lions, she don't care. Okay. Yeah. Which I don't know what a Nittany is. Yeah. There you go. Nittany. There's the problem. Hey, look. They're strong. Uh, do they just misspell 90? No. Like, we got 90 Lions. <laughs> <laughs> Are you the lion that's Nittany? No, I'm not. The we knit. are the knights who say neat, nitty, nitty. That's great. The knitting lions. <laughs> really? Good, good money, Python. Reference. Thank you. Really? Um, <laughs> there's a button that just needs to be pressed. <laughs> <laughs> Not that button. Good, you know, that's job. the way it goes. And gone to see its makeup. <laughs> That, that can almost be a theme in my life. Mike, there's always a button that needs to be pressed and you have not found it. <laughs> yeah, this is true. Yeah, this, yeah. Is, this, could be, this could be a theme, you know. It's yeah. personal and professional Yes, life. that's correct. God bless. All right, today we're headed to Alabama. Where oh. the locals think oh, Alabama no. is a palindrome. Let me out. <laughs> Home of the Crimson Tide. Whatever. Yeah, I know. I don't understand how they think that, like, yeah. red tide is yeah. something to be proud of, but whatever. Don't let Carrie in here you say that. Yeah, no. And That's white, scary. Yeah, and white barbecue sauce? What is that? I do actually yeah. like that. Is that, a, is that an Alabama thing or is that a Carolina it thing? It is a Alabama thing. Are you that sure is, it's not a Carolina no, thing? No, it's, it's full there on Alabama. no mayo uh, in barbecue sauce. There's a specific of Alabama. Place. I like that stuff. true. In Alabama, uh, it's good on, guy it's good on vegetables. Well, okay, <laughs> mayonnaise and vinegar. Yeah, it's like ranch, sorta. Of. All right, <laughs> that's going bad. Spicy ranch. Ranch. It's been in the fridge too long. Yeah. 
In this state of Alabama, we are doing a takeover of Trim Tab Brewing Company from mm-hmm. Birmingham, the capital of all that is elephants and tide and yeah. black and white houndstooth or whatever. Houndstooth. <laughs> this Boy. is a dangerous mission for us, especially for good old boy Mike. Yes. He's currently number one on their least wanted list. Too many jokes about sister dating and missing teeth, I guess, amongst other things we won't mention. Welcome to Alabama. It's my wife and my daughter. (laughs) (laughs) Call me Uncle Daddy. (laughs) You may address her as whatever you care for. Oh, gosh. Well... (laughs) Before we go any further, though, this Sud segment is brought to you by... Do you like stuff? Do you need things? Well, come on down to Stuff and Things. We have more stuff than anyone, and our things are so competitively priced. Stuff and Things, Things and Stuff, Stuff and Things and Stuff and Things. Now with more stuff. I hear the things are half off right now. Ooh. Ooh, that's a good... Is that a... I'm all in. I'm a stuff kind of guy. I'm all in. Is that a like Friday after Thanksgiving sale? Yeah, Black Friday. Black, Black Friday. Friday. Yeah. Which hey, here's here's a quick thing. Like, okay, why why do they have to keep moving Black Friday up? Like, in, doesn't it start <laughs> in July now or something? <laughs> like that guy, man. I thought it was one day. Why avoid was, the rush? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Why are they putting Christmas stuff out in August? Wait until Singles Day comes to English speaking countries. What is it? Singles Day. What's that? Singles the day. largest retail day on the free planet. Oh, Singles Day. Okay, yeah. That's genius. Yes. Well, you get a discount if you're single? No. You, you get a hookup and, yeah, a, and you get much. to buy yeah. some gifts. Yeah. Oh. They figure since you're not you know, spending money on a loved one that you have plenty of disposable income to buy like 10 times more useless crap. Buy stuff for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah there you go. Nice. All right. Good old okay. boy, Dave. Yes. What? Tell us something about TrimTab. Okay. Good luck. This is what they say about themselves on their website. We are a small, gritty brewery located in Birmingham, Alabama, that focuses on expressive IPAs, experimental stouts, and fruited sours. The end. And thank you for coming to our TED Talk. Jesus. <laughs> oh, you're still here? All right, then, nosy pants. Here's more about why we exist. Wow. For us, why we make beer is as important to us as what beer we make. And that says a lot. Because we literally obsess about making the best beer we possibly can, mm. unless it's got key limes and a bunch of crap. <laughs> Tad Brewing began with an idea. We are inspired by the possibility that we all have the capacity to change the world with the things we can affect, that you can create a world you love. We believe that the small things matter and that they are responsible for the big impacts we want to see in our lives. I like that choice. That is our message. Inspired by the possibility. Not really inspired, but just inspired by the possibility. Yeah, you know, the possibility of being inspired. (laughs) That is our message, and craft beer is our bullhorn. But what is a trim tab? Great question. 
The answer to it is why we are here today, and it is actually the reason you're on this earth too. A trim tab is a very small, unassuming piece of equipment on ships and aircrafts. It's a small rudder on the larger rudder. And at first it doesn't look like much. It almost looks insignificant, but it's a metaphor for something much larger. The trim tab takes almost no effort to move, but it creates huge impacts far beyond its size. It's literally what pulls the larger rudder. It's what guides the ship, no matter how big it is. At the end of the day, the trim tab is the actual source of how all direction balance is achieved. So, oh, oh, sorry. So basically... I don't think they wrote any... I'm sorry. I, I think the 12th edition of, of rewrite of this marketing material would suck just as oh. much as this one. So Okay. It was a lot of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Then there was more. There was, there was some stuff about Buckminster Fuller. And, oh, my goodness. You know, but good, I, I good beer, seriously. Good editorial decisions. Yes, there. sir. Good old All right. Dave. Back to you, good old gal, Juliana. Wow. Okay. Jeez. Good old boy Caperton, would you please give us today's lineup? I guess I would be glad to. <laughs> um, the Trim Tab Brewing Company beers that we'll be trying today are Trim Tab IPA, coming in at 6.3%. Fabulous. Grand Prismatic Double Dry Hopped Hazy IPA coming in at 6.5%. Fabulous. Open Sales, a Lemon Key Lime Grapefruit Imperial Sour, Ooh. 8%. Or a whipped cream, please. <laughs> Beachcomber, a Banana Tangerine and Pineapple Imperial Sour. I'm both the frightened and the roast. <laughs> You're half right. <laughs> 7.5%. The Observer Triple Dry Hopped Hazy Double IPA at 8% and 205, their Southern Pale Ale at 5.5%. Interesting lineup. Yes. Mm. Well, good old boy, Mike, since we know you're just dying to show off your Alabama accent. Oh, Why don't yeah. you give us the Suds ratings for today? Wow, well, I'll be very grateful doing this because uh, in Alabama, we uh, we pride ourselves in being able to talk clearly and distinctly to reveal our Suds episodes. We're going to be discussing and rating these beers with our Suds rating plus our signature belching sounds. And here are those ratings now. It has nothing to do with Alabama football. Number one, that sucks. Give me anything but a bud. Well, that might have something to do with it. Roll Tide. You have to end every sentence with Roll Tide. didn't win nothing while he was here. Number two, was that a belch? Roll Tide. I mean, I usually say that every time I visit, you know, down to Auburn. Anyway, number three was, ah, what a relief. Roll Tide. That's usually by the time we're crossing into Georgia. So, number four is, a body should really not make that sound. Uh, Roll Tide. Now, that's... That's for Uncle Larry. It comes in, you know, and he sits in the chair, and that's all we can say. Number five is listen to that hang time. Give me another. Roll Tide. That's like, hang on, sister wife. I'm coming in hot. (laughs) Sister wife. (laughs) I just want to point out, I did not say that yet. (laughs) <laughs> you knew you wanted to, though. I, beat you just... I was. I waited. I waited for you, Mike. <laughs> Roll time. I hesitated, yeah, wow. but when you didn't jump in there, I had to. I, 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 yeah. I don't. I don't even know what to say about that. Roll time. 
<laughs> there you go. <laughs> you can substitute War Eagle sometimes if you want. Yeah, there's. Wait. Somehow I'm thinking well, that, that War Eagle is not the way to go. That's the only way I'm going to get through this flight is to think that these are actually beers made by Auburn grads. Yeah. So that's yeah. as close as I'm going to come. Yeah. Whew. Roll tight. <laughs> I think you might be right too, Mike. It has to be. Wow, that's the first time I'm going to rationalize it on this way. show. Yeah, For sure. Under, undergrads. Hang Auburn on. undergrads. Let me go call my aunt or my wife. <laughs> oh, gosh. We'll be back with the beer in just a minute. Welcome back, everyone. So today's brewery is a brewery takeover from Birmingham, Alabama. Trim Tab Brewing Company. So I like how this is renewing our restraining order from Alabama and the fact that Caperton's now going to be an additional party that's going to be added so that as we're just greeted there at the state line, you know, I'll have company. So... I can only think of two good things. Ooh, this will be good. And I can only they? think of two good things. And what are they? One, they're both musicians. Uh, Sun Ra, who, okay. who, yeah, who, yeah. Hated, who hated Alabama so much, he insisted that he was from the planet Saturn. <laughs> <laughs> and do you blame him? And who could blame him? He's actually buried in Birmingham. I've been to his grave. And the the Reverend Fred Lane, who is a he's he's a he's a musician and yeah. an artist, and uh, he he's actually a, a the a, such a fluke for Alabama. It's not even funny, and uh, I've I've managed to witness him perform twice live, which is actually pretty. I mean, he's not a the Rev is not a is not a uh, he's not out there in the public eye very far. He's hiding as well. So that's it. That's it. That's my, that, that's. That's what you got. That's it. Okay. I got nothing else. Okay. Wait a minute. What's that brewery? Um, good people. Are they from Alabama? Yes, they, they are. are. Good from Alabama. Good. Yes, um, they I hate are. to bring up uh, Trim Tabs competition, but yep. I, I like, a, I like. Super solid IPA yeah. and one of the best brown ales on yeah. the market. So I can't yep. completely write off. I shouldn't. Yeah. Because good people actually make pretty good beer. Yeah. Okay. Straight to ale. Didn't. I, I'm not. Years. I'm not. I know. I know the brand. I'm just not. I haven't had a They've lot of teams. So many brewers there. I've lost track. Yeah. Yeah. Alabama shakes. They're pretty good. Uh-huh. Yeah. I guess. I guess. You I don't, don't like them? The band? I mean, they're okay. They're okay. Okay. I want right. some beer. It's not like a life changing. The thing, Muscle yeah. Shoals okay. uh, Brass. Or, uh, yeah. All right. Okay. No moving beef. on. I got no beef with them. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> Let's talk about one of their flagships, the oh. IPA. Okay. Coming in at 6.3% ABV. Yep. Um, it's balanced, sessionable IPA that explores intense hop aroma and flavor without excessive bitterness. A huge amount of Pacifica hops are added in a dry hop, which adds to the beer's distinct orange marmalade, rose petal, peppercorn <laughs> character. <laughs> It takes a while to get the whole thing into your mouth. That's <laughs> pretty much how I feel. Ripe citrus fruit aromas and flavors dominate, creating a beer that is an iconic example of Trim Tab's commitment to making expressive and complex yet balanced craft beer. It's an effort to answer the question 
what it means to be a Southern IPA. Yeah. So they need to cut that whole marketing thing down to like three words. Stupidest you know? thing I've ever heard in my It's just, you know, way over the top, you know, from a marketing perspective. I just think this is a Rose very good, and- solid IPA. It's interesting that they describe something at six. 6.2% is sessionable. I have a bit of a problem with that. So, True. Yeah. I, you know. I'm sorry, but once you violate 5%, fair, fair I, point. I, that crosses over into, dude, you just made a good IPA. Yep. You know, can you just drop out like that? And can I have some more of it? 48 other words you have. Yeah, I don't get the orange marmalade, rose petal, and... It's got a little bit of floral quality to it. It That is about as far as I'm going to go. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know that I could narrow it down to a rose petal. Yeah, yeah, right. So It's a little pinky up. I mean, I just think it's a pretty tasty IPA. And I think that's that's what... Yeah, hey, Trim Tab IPA. It's pretty tasty. It's very well balanced. I think people would buy that. I, I love how well balanced this is, and... I can't really pick anything distinctive out that says, you know, there's a, a huge flaw in it here. Um, I just, you know, I that's about all I could really think is what event would I be consuming this at, you know? Um, My funeral. Maybe the... <laughs> Maybe the uh, the, the Alabama Tennessee game the beer bowl. No, definitely. I'd need something a lot stronger for that game. No, Caperton. I would be I would start with Jen and Ann not drinking an IPA at your funeral. Huh? I'd be drinking a saison or two. Yeah, I would be. Yeah. Too. yeah. So it's like I'm not. Uh, I'm going to jump in here and it say it definitely gives the good people IPA a run for the money. So really? yeah, I'm thinking how things okay. would be on the tap walls. You know for places where both these products are distributed. Really? And I'm, I'm really thinking that this is a interesting challenge, you know, because the hot profile is remarkably very, very close to the Good People IPA for sure. I think the best thing about this beer is that everyone in Alabama can spell it. <laughs> maybe. But now I just became that guy. Yeah, yeah maybe. Banned once again. <laughs> I just don't agree with a lot of what Mike's saying. It's I'm going to check his temperature on the next break. Yep. Um, oh, but no, but you, know you guys are all, check, you, right? guys, all you guys tend, I, was send, I tended to be the outlier on this. It's a weird bitterness to this, man. I mean, really? it's just not, I'm not. Too much rose petal? Something. <laughs> I think the hop choice, what did they say the hop was? It was a hop I don't even know. Pacifica. Yeah. I'm not super familiar with that hop. Yeah. But uh, I, I attribute it to that. I also attribute it to a little bit of their grain bill, maybe. It's Could a little, be. It's a little. I don't know, it's a little maltier than what I would expect from my IPA. And the bitterness, like I said, it's just kind of got a weird lingering I think the malt bill is kind of why I like it, though. What do you think, Juliana? I like it. Um, yeah, no, I'm looking. At, okay, so Pacifica is a New Zealand hop. Okay. Would okay. be Kiwis. Yeah. And um, it's, you know, the new, it's so risky. Those hops are like, you know, when you overdo some of those new worldy hops like that, they just, they're not as good as they are if you just kind of be a little straight. Yeah. Well, and they come out with citrus, floral, and orange aromas and flavors. So I could see yeah. where they're getting that orange marmalade because there is a little um, citrus, but it's I not like it, it's not pithy citrus. It's yeah. a yeah. sweetened yeah. Yeah, citrus. Yeah, you're not getting all the bitterness of the rind, you know, kind of uh, yeah. component yeah, of it. You're right. getting more fruit. Right. Yeah. 
Um, I'm getting a bit of floral on it, which yeah. for an IPA, I'm not used to getting a yeah. lot of floral notes. Yeah. So I think that's what makes it interesting. And what I'm digging about it is that it's a little bit different. Mm. Sorry. So I I, I, I'm going to say that in my opinion, you know, everybody's, we're all different here. And it's, my opinion is no more valid than that, but yours. But um, I don't want weird freaking IPAs, <laughs> man, you know? <laughs> I mean, sometimes you just we have need to stick. Hops from America. I mean, I'm not saying don't be creative, but I'm just Why saying don't you buy your sometimes, hops from America, sometimes boy, we haven't done right. things because it doesn't work. I vote, I vote but, but I'm glad you guys enjoy it. We're going to be sitting out front our pickup trucks on you better use America hops. I don't know, man. Sometimes I feel like when breweries do these marketing things for their beers, they do it like a Mad Lib or something. It's like, yeah. give me three adjectives, yeah. Yeah. you know, two fruits. That was a little, uh, you know, that was a little overdone yeah. for sure. But know. that aside, I'm I'm not digging this beer, but you guys did, and I'm I'm down with that. So. What did we rate it, Julia? So we rated the IPA from Trim Tab a four. Uh, Under uh, protest from Caperton. Yeah. Now let's move on to the Grand Prismatic. Okay. A very colorful can, if I do say so myself. It is a double dry hopped IPA brewed with Mosaic Galaxy and Matuka hops. I do love me some Mosaic. And this one is 6.5% ABV. So uh, a very interesting conversation I was having with uh, good old boy Kendall, um, who's not here on the episode with us, but happened to be around to uh, taste of flight with us that, there's an interesting uh, playbook, you know, that's kind of playing out here with some of these, um, many of these beers where they have a common base beer and then they're going through and creating all these different, you know, hop varieties. Um, and we've seen this play out with a large number of breweries over time. And my challenging question, both to Julianne and, and to Kendall were, who started that? Because uh, it was a... A rather interesting trend, and there were, you know, a, a few likely candidates. I think you chimed in first, didn't you, there, Caperton? Yeah, but I think I had it wrong. That's okay. These Those were breweries that didn't necessarily use the same base. Yeah, but, yeah. I, but still, I thought it was an interesting choice yeah, that you threw yeah, out. Yeah. Yeah. Yazoo did a hot project, and it was, they were different beers. Each yeah, time, as, as a lot of people were kind of experimenting with hot profiles, and this kind of goes down that... Same path, Trillium was doing this, you know, very early yeah, on. Yeah. Um, Bearded Iris um, was doing this um, right behind their moniker, which is Cultivate Variety. Yeah. Cultivate um, one variety. In the middle of making 22 oh. different hop beers, oh, you know. Sorry. Well, they I'm use sorry, a lot sorry. of variety of hops in love, different love those guys, little segments. Yeah, I mean, it's great beer. I just, it's an interesting mar marketing moniker. <laughs> That's yeah, all, you know. Yeah. Um, and this is really kind of stepping down. I found the Grand Prismatic very, had a very common, creamy, had really good hot blend to it. Um, I actually like this. I thought it was very tasty. I'm not usually a fan of Matuka. Uh, you oh, know, I am for sure. You know, in in terms, but um, I really thought that the Galaxy was probably the dominant, you know, blending component out of between the three, you know, hops that they listed here. Uh Pa Galaxy and Motuka are both pack rim hops, yeah. so I, I think those two in particular play very well together. I think Motuka is one of those hops that accentuates other hops, 
Mm-hmm. On on its own, it's not super impressive, yeah. but it's somehow uh, it's greater. The sum is greater than the than it's a good the, team player than the individual product. Yeah, yeah although I think there was a Funk Works Matuka. Oh, there's. Oh, yeah, there's that I've, was I've tremendously used that hop yummy. Ex- I've used yeah. that hop just on its own in yeah. my own beers. I, yeah. I love that hop. Yeah, it's got a nice kind of lime quality to it. But uh, but I I you know what I liked this beer. This was my favorite beer of the flight. Um, it for a double dry hopped beer. I didn't think that it was. Um, like it's the hay, the amount of haze and stuff like like it's not juice, you know. Yeah. It's not, right. but it's like those with those hops. I didn't know the hops when I when I when I tasted this beer, but it's not surprising that I, you know I gave this beer a much higher rating than the other beers. Yeah, um, I like the creamy mouthfeel. Yeah, it's it's a nice. it's it's not bad, and it's and it's um, it's warmed up. Well, as well. I That's think another good yeah, sign for yeah, it. Like yeah. it comes up to temp. Yeah. Well, I think it'll be very interesting that you know these beers would go head to head, you know, with bearded iris in a common market. Um, I don't think this beer could hold its own against. I, I'm like, with you. Yeah. I I would find the bearded iris to be you know probably the better. Some yeah. some of them, not all of them. Well, yeah. sure, I mean, not all of them. But that's like generally speaking, that. I that's think, the big uh, thing with bearded iris is there's such a huge swing from beer to beer, man. Yeah, Juliana, what you think? I. I'm having a hard time with it because <laughs> I no, I like the creaminess of it. I like the hops. There's just something that isn't quite. I can't put my finger on it. That's just holding me back on giving it a really good. It's a little sweet rating for one thing. I mean, that's that a dub- it it's a double though, it, or is it? Well, not a double. there's not it's a big, not a double. There's it's not a double dry hop. There's not a big pop to it. Right. Maybe you know. I don't know, but maybe that's it. Maybe that's it, and it's just the fact that it gets a little muddled in the there's middle. No wow factor. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. And I'm used to those East Coast double light, double dry hopped. Yeah. Wow. It's yeah. Factory. That's what I'm saying. For a double dry okay. hop beer, this is this is pretty reserved. Muted. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But, uh, muted. That's a, that's actually the best word I think. Okay. Yeah. Muted. It's little, yeah. Mm. It's a little muted. Well, there's that. They can't all be winners in my mind, right? But what most was, of what was your personal rating? Just three. Okay. Yeah. That's what I gave it to. Um, but the Grand Prismatic Double Dry Hopped Hazy IPA from Trim Tab, we did rate a four. Oh, snap, because uh, Mike made uh, us. Uh, yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> no, you were it was half and half. And we I gave it, it a four too. Yeah. I was So do I we have time for my topic worthy of discussion? Well, obviously, it's your show, dude. So, uh, good boy Justin happened to be uh, visiting um, in Nashville, Tennessee. From Florida. And uh, we were driving around to a local retailer, and we happened to drive- Strip clubs. (laughs) We drove by a strip club that's right next door, and they had this huge sign. Dance club. How many stories start? We were driving by, and there was a strip club next door. It's exotic dancing. (laughs) That's what I love about this story. It practically makes itself. They had this sign on the side of their building that says, you can get a free lap dance if you have a negative COVID-19 test. (laughs) I think that's genius. (laughs) So we were just speculating. I'm like, wait a second. It's like, so how many of these can you do? So how quick did you guys go get your test? It's like, uh, you know, hey, Tom, this is your 19th, you know, test that you've had in the last three days i think you've run run out of you know free negative 
COVID test. I support the arts and their dancers. Guys. There you go. That's See, right. that's what I'm talking about. Um, a lot of these ladies are working moms. They are. I was like, are oh. they in aerodynamic? Uh, what do you call it? Aerospace school. Aerospace. Oh, right. yes. uh-huh, yeah. There's a lot of space involved. There's a lot of aerospacing. Sure. So when you guys got your lap dances, I mean, was it a full well, song? Well, the thing or? is, is that I didn't have mine with me. I mean, it's like, yeah. do you Damn keep it. your COVID test on you at all times? I bet you, Obviously. I bet you have from now on. <laughs> you know, it's like, um, so I was like, well, so if I show you, if I show you my test, will you show me your test? That's you know? a good. I like point. a broader spectrum That's of a fair, tests for fair you, point. not just a COVID test. Fair point. You know? Show you, show <laughs> you mine. If you Is show that me the yours. new pickup line? Yes. There, there you go. I'll, I'll show you my, I'll show you mine if you show me yours. <laughs> yeah. I'll take your temperature. Wait, I think that's been around mine. for a while. Yeah, but it's never been more relevant. Like. Yes, I agree. I don't know. I just thought it was a very innovative marketing campaign yeah, for the strip club. I'm I like, do agree. know that that you know this year has caused a lot of different businesses to have maybe, to be creative. Maybe breweries sure. should go for that. You I, know, that's what I was about. You can to get say. A, you can get a free beer for that's every right. negative COVID test. Got a negative COVID test? Have yeah. a seat. Get a flight. Have a seat yeah. at the bar. But I know, like, kind of like the lap dance a little better. But some you know, strip clubs I've seen have what done uh, look like. Yeah, I'm like that yeah, is yeah. the better deal. Some strip clubs have done like drive up. You know, service. Hi, guys, they're dance. They're dancers. <laughs> maybe they should. Maybe they should combine marketing tactics. You they're can get a free lap dance and a free beer over the course of their dance. <laughs> they're yeah. dancing, have less clothes they're on. dancers who want nothing more than to make you happy. Um, I don't agree with that. Okay. <laughs> Well, <laughs> they're dancers who want nothing more than to make as much money as they can. While hey, hey. That's a given. Okay. <laughs> That's a given. Hey, girls got to make a living. Who right? said money can't buy you everything? Well, I just really loved the uh, the story kept on uh, developing for like the next two hours between Justin and myself. I bet. Wow. And we I were bet. having way too much fun with uh, the whole thing. And then they looked up and they were like, we've been in this strip club for like six hours. <laughs> <laughs> we got to go do something else. <laughs> my uh, wife's going to kill me. Yeah, I gotta I'm, get on my, I'm on my 14th uh, free lap dance. Yeah. So where are you at, man? Uh, so... <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, uh, I'll leave a picture of the uh, billboard um, that was on the side of the the building if you want to check it's it out. Perfect. Use it for your own entertainment, you know. So, uh, yeah, I, I just thought that was that was uh, worthy of discussion. But here's what I want to say, okay? And, and this is this is what Mike out. left out of his story. <laughs> all right, okay. okay. Those guys who were given those lap dances, yeah. All right, they were working hard. All right, so those fellas. Yeah, they really earned their living. Yeah, we were helping to uh, propel the economy. Yeah, <laughs> that, engines, that was my, that engines was of the economy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, that's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> What's everybody so quiet for? It's like it's real. <laughs> I know. I know. Okay. okay. Wow. <laughs> we just Mike's Mike's thinking back to that day. We we talked about this missed opportunities. That's, that's all I can think of. Missed right. opportunities. Yes. Right. Yes, indeed. I wonder, I wonder what how the, this would play out. The in dancers Alabama. are like in Alabama. Yeah, that's what uh, I was thinking you know, too. Usually, <laughs> it's you know they're related. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> you know where's your aunt mm. and your mom next up on stage number four? Not necessarily deal breaker. <laughs> Sisters. A lot of stretch marks. Okay. We'll be right back with more beer, hopefully, after this interlude. 
Welcome back, everyone. <laughs> the beer show about beer. So yeah. today we're doing a brewery takeover of Trim Tab Brewery sort of. in <laughs> Birmingham, Alabama. The next beer that we are going to talk about is Open Sales. Open sales. Showing up to stage number seven, Open Sales. <laughs> Sounds very breezy. <laughs> it's an it? imperial sour ale with lemon, key lime, and grapefruit. She wants your heart, but she's a tart. <sighs> You know, Maybe if they were was, a fan of Christopher Cross. We don't know. You know, if there was ever a sour beer that could use some lactose in it, this, this is might, it. This might this be is the totally one. it. Oh. In fact, that's what I wrote down. <laughs> key lime beer. This needs more whipped cream. And I agree with Dave. You know, seriously, yeah. this is one of the few times you're going to say it. Dude, find some lactose. <laughs> get some sugar. <laughs> get some sugar it's in this It's just thing. all kinds of oh tart my and pithy. Yeah. And not in a good way. Like, it's no. not a deep, involved, like, flavorful sour. It's just, let's just put a bunch We've of We've had good key lime beers. And yeah. Really? You know, sure. Yes, we sure. have. Have we sure. ever? Um what is that? Westbrook uh, makes a key lime gosa. That's so yeah, nice. that's a key, that's a good one. Um, what is the one out of Colorado that we uh, hated it? Um, <laughs> we really love the the key lime um, beer. I From can't Paradox? Think of Paradox. Yeah, makes oh, a great yeah, key yeah, lime yeah. beer yeah. that we hated really love. No, no, we didn't <laughs> hate that, Dave. Pretty sure we loved it, but whatever. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, this is definitely. Um, Something that I think I watched everybody's reaction and wow, it was like gritting your back teeth, you know, kind of sour, like, oh my gosh, mom, don't make me uh, taste this anymore. Juliana, there's, you nothing, love, there's nothing, you there's nothing redeeming around key lime. Yeah. Describe this beer in three nothing. words. It's just this very tart. No, it is really tart. Like, I do, I'm a fan of keen lime pie, like really well done key lime pie. She drinks key lime lacroix. The, um, Huh. The key lime is good in this, but it's just got this really weird tart aftertaste. I that... get a solvent sort of. I don't know. I think it's just the weird. I think it's all the know? grapefruit uh, and the lemon. I think it's that, the, the that ride along with that key lime. The key not, lime can't control it. No. All right. I don't know that you need grapefruit if you got key lime. I'm with like, you. Just I'm stop with you. At the, I don't know the what the point lime. of that is. Yeah. Yeah. It was on sale. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I get it. You use half of what you're, you're using and add some lactose. That's why we yeah. do pilot batches, but yeah. whatever. Yeah. What do we uh, rate this dog? <laughs> Zero. We rated this a three. <laughs> Generous. <That's kind. laughs> okay. Whew. Moving on. Wow. Yep. 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 Let's go to the beach com. Comer. Comer. Cobbler? Comer? Comer. Ooh, beach cobbler. That'd be good. Beach cobbler? So this has banana, tangerine, and pineapple. Come on, man. I thought it was cobbler. In an imperial sour ale at (laughs) 7.5%. So. You know, but let me. Sorry, let me. Say it again. Say it again. Yeah. Banana, banana, tangerine, and pineapple. Oh, yeah, man. Come on down to the tropics. So (laughs) the thing about the open sales, though, going back for just a second, is it didn't Mm. taste like an 8%. No, it did not. You're a fair point. Yeah, and then this one, 7.5%. It don't taste like that. It's just a fruity little beer. That is an understatement. Um, I get the banana, which I really, I am impressed with the fact that they got a genuine banana flavor into this And this is a very genuine banana flavor. There's a local brewery that does banana much better here. Hmm. 
Southern Grist do really good banana beers. Is it um, that banana candy though? They did a they did a banana cream pie beer uh, that had a sourness to it. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. kind of like a almost. But anyway, and when it's, you uh, it's, a, it's a tricky flavor to to incorporate into. Mike, a beer. when you uh, when you guys went and got your lap dances, did they have that banana hammock beer? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the banana phone. Did you make a call on the banana <laughs> phone? I was looking for it and wasn't available that day. So yeah. We just uh, had to go a different direction. Um, you got robbed. Yeah. Well, that is an understatement all the way around. Good. What do you mean I can't have my eighth free lap dance? Uh, so. I'm uh, negative. <laughs> Damn, I'm negative it. Man. Damn it. I got paperwork. Turn on those sound system. Bring back those poles. Uh, so. Give me the glitter. <laughs> if this beer were a lap dance. Yeah. Um, I would ask for a refund. Yeah, uh, I, this is like this is like the toothless. This is like former, a lap. former bus driver working the lunch shift. No, you know what? This is dancer. a lap dance from the Kool Aid Man. Mm. Yeah. And well, I don't know. Be, I don't know. It was really <laughs> muddled. My own tasting notes here are I cre- like Kool Aid, creamy, so. <laughs> which it kind of lost that as it warmed up a bit here. Uh, tangerine remind me of an Orange Julius. Uh, quite a bit. It had that kind of, you know, okay. quality it about it. Like it tastes like um, like an ambrosia from hell, you know, in a beer. Mm-hmm. Um, was kind of how this went down that fruit salad, you know, kind of thing. But would this make a decent slushy? No, no, no. no. this hasn't. Okay. This hasn't. No. Definitely not. Okay. This doesn't maybe, make a maybe good combining beverage. it with a key lime, you know, sour. Something interesting might happen, but we'll leave that to the cuvee when Dave tries. I that. gave it. I what gave it a one. I was generous. How wrong. did you? Uh, how did it grab you? Go ahead. Say it was good. It's no. Okay. <laughs> I think no, you guys are missing the, the point. The ben- <laughs> <laughs> that was rude, Sorry, Mike. That, that was, was rude. mean. The banana was decent up front. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, no, that's the, the first flavor that you get. Yeah. And the banana was, like, realistic. But then it took a turn for the it sour. It got but, all weird. But in a weird way. Yeah. It was it tastes very, like a chemical slurry. Yes, yeah, so it was very artificial. And I was trying to, like, wonder if you really iced the crap out of this and made this as a slushy, would it, like, soften yeah, that chemicalness of it? You know, you mix those slushy. You got to mix some fruit mm. juice. You would have to put some agave so, nectar yeah, and sweeten it up. You'd have something. to use a different beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I agree. This one just doesn't. It didn't. Okay. Yeah. 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 I guess my Tempest Fugit. A fugit banana liqueur can't fix no, this, can you, it? You no. just drink that. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. What did we uh, rate this dog? We rated this a generous three. Yeah. Very generous three. Very generous three. Okay. Now let's go to the Observer. It's a triple dry hopped hazy dipper. This one is 8% ABV. Is I sometimes can't control my sphincter. <laughs> <laughs> it's dry hop with Cascade, Simcoe, and Sultana. Ooh, Hops. Sultana. So this is a continuation of that earlier conversation we had where it's a common base beer yep. where they're really moving through a different set of hops. In this case, it's Cascade, Simcoe, and Sultana, which used to be called Denali, if you didn't get the memo, which I didn't. Um, that they've changed the name of that hop, but well, they say this one's oat based. 
Well, that's where you get some of that creamy, creaminess, yeah. yeah, and a little bit of that sweetness. But I just, man, I don't know. Still very creamy. Um, I, I, th- I thought this was a very good hazy, good hop blend. I mean, I really enjoyed um, this all the way around. I thought it was a, a solid beer. I can understand where there are probably a ton of locals that just love this to death. They probably don't have anything, you know. It was way better cold. Yeah, it was. I and agree. It's, it's not, it's got a, it's got a great nose. It smells great. Yeah. It's taking it, some again, for, for, for a beer you know. that's like the double dry hop, for a beer that's triple dry hopped, it lacks it lacks the zing factor that those beers tend Kapow. to bring, you know. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's I'm okay. with Dave. It's, I enjoyed this okay. a little bit better, yeah. uh, cold it's, and fresh. Yeah, um, it's okay. As it's kind of warmed up here a bit, it's turned a, a tad bit bitter. Um, yeah, it has you know, yeah. for me. For a hazy beer, of course they don't. Whatever. I mean, it, you know, well, yeah. that doesn't mean a whole lot anymore. In general, it, though, yeah, I yeah. think hazy beers have to be. Cold to yeah. drink them, and you know what I mean. There's a slightly softer bitterness, maybe yeah. for for at least a, a NEPA, you know. But uh, I don't know if they consider whatever are hazy beers NEPAs by. I mean, is that that's a hairs. It's a, yeah. Well, yeah. it's it's kind of synonymous. What did yeah. you think about it when it was colder though? When it was colder, I liked it. Yeah, you know what I mean. I thought it was decent. Um, it had, had a nice creaminess to it. It had a decent these beers hop profile. If, well, okay, think about where you are. If, if you're in Alabama, are you going to have a warm beer? No. It's cold beer. But, you know, the way that we enjoy things even here is almost within the same time frame that something would have been poured. You're sitting there enjoying yeah. the pint. Thank you. Talking Bobby. about the, it. The back half of the beer would have been very different than, you know, the front half. You know, right. Yes. Yeah. Is that a motto in Alabama? I'm not that really sure. That might be. All right. Yeah. Watch out I'm for the back half. I'm a fan of the front half and the back half, baby. <laughs> so. Now, Juliana, if this beer had some banana in it, would it have been better? No. No. <laughs> Roll Tide. No banana phone. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. I, so, I, <laughs> I actually thought this was probably my favorite of the flight, though. Yeah? Um, yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I like that. Favorite was, is like, yeah, yeah, yeah buddy. I, I like the prison. I, I was going to say the double dry hop was actually my favorite. Hmm. The, uh, but this is, I mean, it's. Well, for this being a triple dry hopped, yeah. when it came out of the can and it was cold. Yeah. It was nice. Okay. It wasn't too overwhelming. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like now we're getting it. It's a little bit warmer and it's a little bit more bitter. What's the ABV on this one? This one is eight. Eight. So, and that's an interesting thing to me is like a lot of triple dry hop beers end up being triple IPAs, which they end up being like nine or 10%. So they kept the ABV back. They just kept throwing hops on it. And well, a I don't lot think of it's times, a triple, it's just triple dry hopped. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. A lot of beers that are triple dry hopped yeah. end up being triple IPA. <clears throat> so they make a bigger beer to add more I hops gotcha. to it. Yeah. And yeah. this one, they just kept throwing hops on this beer. And, eh, I mean, it's it's okay. It's okay. Well, and we've seen, you know, actually where that works against, you know, some brewers where they move, you know, in between a double and a triple, and all of a sudden they kick up the amount of sugar they're working with. And it just does not work, yeah. you know. There's out, there's one yeah. there's a couple of breweries, you know, that we frequent, you know, quite frequently. I don't like their triple, you know, at all. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, for the for the reasons that they just completely lose, you know, the balance in the base beer, you know, when they do that. Well, I'll you tell know, you, like, it turns uh, too sweet. Like uh, Lawson's 
that uh, sips of sunshine. Oh, yeah. Good. It's yeah. an amazing, yeah. amazing yeah. I beer. I do not like that when they kick it up. When yeah. they make the double sips of sunshine. It does or, not work. Or bearded iris when they do the double or triple yeah. home style. It just that doesn't, doesn't, doesn't work. play out. Yeah. You know? yeah, sometimes There's you just don't need to go that balances. far. When, yeah. the, when those breweries get that balance right, when they get it dialed in. Just and leave it alone. It's just, yeah, Let they it be. want to monkey with it. Mm-hmm. I think... Uh, uh, all these beers reflect maybe the Alabama palate. They like a higher IBV, uh, you know, a higher alcohol content mm-hmm. there. They like to get their buzz on. They like to party. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I, well, I think I think people fall into the same trap a lot of times. Is you know, you want to make a session beer, so you scale down a really good IPA, yeah. and you you mess it up. Yeah. Or you want to make a double, so you scale up a really good IPA instead yeah. of instead of coming st- at it from a new creating s- clean the slate, creating and, yeah, a brand new yeah. beer from, from the floor. From, up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Well, I got one more good beer. Okay. Well, yep. this one, the Observer Triple Dry Hopped IPA, oh. we rated a three. Oh, did we? Yeah. And now we're going to talk about the 205. So the 205 is featured in Southern Living. That's a magazine, by the way. There are 50 reasons we love summer in the South. Hmm. It was created as a love letter to Birmingham for voting. Birmingham voted them best brewery. Okay. With a simple dialed-in grain bill and the accompaniment of a generous dry hop of 100% fresh citra hops, 205 is everything we wanted and more in a pale ale. The beer explodes with aromas and flavors of juicy explodes. white peaches, ripe pineapple puree, fresh yeah. key lime, peel zest, and the slightest touch of grapefruit pith, all rounding out with a light and crisp below resin bitterness. It's why the term crushable exists. Uh, Yikes. So that was a lot of mm. words. Here's what I'll say. Uh, peaches, yes. Uh, definitely get that little apricot. I don't know about all the lime and no. I guess I get that. some lime on the aroma. Yeah, um, it's a sweet citrus. You know what I get? It's a tasty little beer, though. <laughs> oh, here we go. You know what I get? I what get do the, you get? I get the worst citra beer I've ever had in my life. <laughs> this is not good. I mean, dude, I I'm I'm liking this, and as it warms up, I'm liking this beer even more. I mean, come on, man. Think about all the great Citra beers you've had. Mm. Well, gonna, I like this. So the I'm first thing I wrote a down. a really good one I'm having right now. Um, it doesn't smell like I really it. love this fresh. I wrote down light and fluffy. Um, it is light and fluffy. I really, and it still is even a bit warm. Um, the mouthfeel off this is really good. Yeah. I, I think that it is very approachable. It definitely says, you know, um, interesting day on the lake uh, for sure. I can definitely understand why, you know, a lot of people would enjoy this as a local brew. I think it's uh, super solid. I don't know if I would go 50 reasons why we love summer in the South, but, you know, I I do understand why I think this is a really great local brew. And uh, this tastes like something they've made like 5,000 times. This sounds like this, this really feels like a recipe they have completely dialed in. Okay, let's think about this. Summer... (laughs) Oh, no. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Think about it. <laughs> S- summer on the lake, you like your fruits. You like. You probably like a white wine, maybe like a sangria. 
This to me tastes like a beer version of a white sangria. Because white sangrias have a lot of peaches and a lot of like sweet fruits in them. And this and this reminds me of that. Well okay. I I feel you. Yeah. When sort I'm, of in a tell way. Tell you what I don't like when I'm on the lake is a mouth mouth full of garbage. <laughs> well, I'm just it's not that I would necessarily be drinking this, you know, all the time, but I could see why right. people really like this. What do like we give this beer? So we <laughs> just like let's finish. Whatever. We rated the two oh five from Trim Tab a four. Uh, uh, under protest peace from some people all right well that is gonna do it for alabama and for us for today yep roll um, tide yes roll tide had to say that thank you so much this was great stuff yeah we hope you enjoy this episode if you're listening to us online do yourself a favor and tap just tap it in Tap it in. Tap that subscribe button. The easiest way to listen to our show is to ask Siri, Alexa, Google, or Uncle Larry play podcast Sip, Suds, and Smokes. We love your feedback, and you can reach us online at info at sipsudsandsmokes.com. Our daily tasting notes flow out on Twitter every day at Sip, Suds, Smokes, and our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. You'll also be able to interact with the thousands and thousands and of millions. other f- fanatical fans of ours on these social media platforms. Do us a favor and take the time to rate this episode if you're listening to us online. Five stars. That's a great big help to us and we get to see your feedback as well. You guys suck. <laughs> Go to Blood Caperton. Oh, it's look, I know that I've been a little uh, harsh during this episode, but I, so this is what makes beer great is we all have different opinions. I'm going to go home and recalibrate my tongue and see if something's <laughs> wrong. But it's been fun and I look forward to next time. Go to Boy Mike. I think he's going to go home and drink like 20 Saisons and I go, am. I hate I IPAs. Yeah, it's, it's recalibration. <laughs> That's what a recalibration is. Mike. Hey, thanks for joining us for this episode of Sip Suds and Smokes. Come back and join us for another exciting episode without Caperton. I'll ask you to keep on sipping. Good old boy, Dave. Roll Tide. Jeez. Check me out on Instagram at good old boy, Dave. There you go. <sighs> this is good old gal, Juliana. Despite the comments that we have made about the state of Alabama, we yeah. are we still go there for beer occasionally, so we can't harp on them too much. This is true. Keep on chuggling and catch you on the next episode. This has been a one-tan-hand production of Sip, Suds, and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your host, the good old boys, will see you all next time. (laughs) 